got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer or MBC, which is breast cancer that has spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palbociclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The Breakfast Club, bitches. Now, I've been called a lot in my 23 years, but Donkey of the Day is a new one. Yes, Donkey of the Day for Wednesday, January 13th goes to Howard University. Now, um, Mm -mm. I asked my niece, Michaela, who's a Howard alumni, if Howard should get Donkey this morning. And she said, no, it should go to the president, Wayne Frederick. I don't know if there's one individual to blame. So Howard has to get Donkey as a staff, record label, and mother effing school. Now, I didn't go to college. Okay, I graduated in 1998 from night school, Berkeley High School, Monk's Corner, South Carolina. I was supposed to graduate in 1996, but the way my behavior was set up, uh, it didn't happen. So I I tend to stay out of college affairs. Not my business. Maybe one day some school will give me an honorary degree. Until that day comes, I will continue to support HBCUs through philanthropy. Uh, Salute to my mother's alma mater, South Carolina State University. Drop one of the clues bonds for South Carolina State. I have a, you know, I have a scholarship there set up in uh, her, her maiden name, the Ford Family Endowment. We'll be giving a couple of scholarships away this year since we didn't give, get to give one out last year because of COVID. But I'm saying all that to say, I don't know if I need to mind my business with this situation, but this situation is bigger than Howard University. And it's hard for me to pass up the opportunity to, to teach and show people the bigger picture in a situation like this. Also, I feel like there's a young woman in this situation who I personally don't want to make feel bad because this has absolutely nothing to do with her. Now, let me tell you the story. 
Howard University, one of the most prestigious historically black colleges ever. Definitely probably the most famous. Uh, a school whose alumni includes Chadwick Bozeman, God bless the dead, South Carolina's own, uh, Taraji P. Henson, Felicia Rashad, Toni Morrison, Debbie Allen, Madam Vice President Kamala Harris, just to name a few. And when Did I, he? Did he too? He didn't really graduate. And when I say few, <laughs> I mean few, okay? I mean, when you talk black excellence, Howard has produced a lot of it. I mean, it's a HBCU, a historically black college and university. So yesterday... It came as no surprise when social media had a lot to say about the new editor-in-chief of Howard Magazine. Her name is Rin Rin Yu. Now, I'm not the highest grade of weed in the dispensary, so let's play a game of Guess What Race It Is! Come on, real quick. All right. Real quick one. Uh, Rin Rin Yu. DJ Envy, Guess What Right she is! Say the name again? Ring Ring You. Ring Ring You. Yes. I would say Asian. Angela Yee. Ring Ring You. Guess what? Right she is! Uh, definitely Asian. Okay. Now, you're both correct. All right? She is Asian. Vice President of Communications and Chief Communications Officer Frank Tramble in the Office of University Communications said in a statement, I'm excited to welcome Ren Ren to the Howard team. She is a skilled journalist with a proven track record that will serve the university well. This chapter of Howard's history is one of the most critical to date. The stories lived today will be told for generations to come, and it is important that we continue to authentically document, highlight, highlight and uplift our journey. Now, once again... This is Charlemagne the God talking, and I do not want to make this about Ren Ren Yu because she is absolutely qualified to be an editor-in-chief of a magazine. She's a journalist, writer, editor, digital media specialist. She's got a diverse background in web, print, and broadcast journalism. She has extensive experience in magazine and website publishing, as well as marketing and business development. She's worked at the Washington, Washingtonian, the National Association of Home Builders. She co-founded her own strategic communications consultancy firm. She is overqualified for a lot of positions, so this is not an indictment of her at all. My problem is with Howard University. And I could have this all wrong. Okay, I've been wrong before. I'm open for discussion. I thought Howard University was an HBCU. With all these talks black people are having about diversity and holding these corporations accountable about having black people in executive positions, focusing on black people in C-suites. Why would a HBCU pick anything other than a black person to be the editor-in-chief of their magazine? A magazine, a magazine of a historically black college. You're talking about media. You're talking about storytelling, telling the stories of black people, I would assume, whether it's black issues happening on campus, black issues happening outside of campus. The wording Frank Tramble used in his statement was, it is important that we continue to authentically document our journey. Who is the R in this situation? And can someone who is not black authentically document what is happening at a black school. So you can be overqualified for a position, okay? But the one thing you need in any position like this more than anything is experience. I don't believe you can authentically document someone's experience if you don't live it. Now, I could be wrong, but I don't think Asians would bring in a black person and put them in charge of documenting and telling their stories. When something is specific to a race, whether it's an HBCU or a Latino magazine, if you're saying something is specifically constructed for a particular race, then why should anyone other than a black person be able to tell our stories? Dramos, you're Puerto Rican. Yes. 
How would you feel if another race was made editor-in-chief of a Latino magazine? Nah. Nah. Lived experience, man. You, mm-hmm. can't, you can't have lived experience if you're not of that race. And by the way, I'm sure that has happened. I'm sure it has been a white editor-in-chief of a Latino magazine. Sure. But that's wrong. Yep. That shouldn't Agreed. be the case. Okay. We have two folks who went to HBCUs in here. Uh, Taylor and Envy are both Hampton alumni. Not sure if Taylor graduated. No. That's why we call her T. Diddy. Taylor. All right. <laughs> I don't think Taylor's a Hampton alum. But I I, she did. Yeah, she did go. How would you feel, uh, Taylor, if Hampton made another race to editor-in-chief of the school magazine? Um, upset. Just because for me, I went to historically black college just to get away. No offense to white from white people. And it defeats the purpose. <laughs> it defeats the purpose. Mm. Uh, Envy, how would you feel if Hampton University made another race? Now, it depends. Editor chief of the magazine. And I'm going to tell you why it depends. Okay. At HBCUs, it's not just all black students. It's not just all African-American students. Sometimes you get students from different areas, maybe mm-hmm. Asian. Sometimes you'll see... Like, I know at Hampton, there was some white kids on the road team. Like, it's it's other things. So, if she's talking about the college experience and she graduated from Howard, then I would understand it. But if mm-hmm. not, it makes no sense. Now, nothing wrong with, you know, uh, inclusion, right? But when mm-hmm. you're talking about putting people in charge. Correct. You know what I mean? Yes, they can attend the school, but to be in charge of the whole magazine telling black stories, I feel like that should be a black person. Howard University, to me, this is just very tone deaf. Uh, we already fighting with these corporations and organizations to put black folks in executive positions. So it confuses the hell out of me when black people who have the power to put other black people in these positions don't. How can we ask others to do what we aren't even doing ourselves? Please give Howard University the sweet sounds of the Hamiltons. You are the donkey of the day. You understood why students that weren't black went to HBCUs. I just never understood. Did you not hear all of those black, uh, those white men calling in? Yeah. Professing their love for black mm-hmm. women earlier? I guess you're right. <laughs> Did you not hear all those black women calling right. in, because professing th- their love for I black? HBCUs were created for African-American students that didn't get the same light, didn't get the same education of other people. Yes. I think created, that's how it was founded, but created, it's not now exclusive it's just the same to thing. black people. It's, it's the same thing because a lot of a lot of a lot of black people can't afford uh, different colleges. HBCUs help a lot out and they mm-hmm. focus more on black studies. So I thought that was the reason. Well, that was the reason why I went to HBCUs. Well, HBCUs are expensive, too. Um, not as expensive as some of the other schools, but yeah, they are expensive. But that's the reason why I went to HBCU. One, they gave us grants. Mm-hmm. They were able to help me with financial uh, aid a lot better than a lot of the other schools. And they focus more on black. And then you could just go to school and focus on education and not have to focus on racism, not have to focus on anything else. That was the reason why I went to HBCU. I would like did to you talk- have any? Did you have any professors that weren't black? Um, or was it mostly it was mo- black it was, professors? It was 80%, I would say, black. Absolutely. And they should be. Yeah, HBCU. I would love to talk to Wayne Frederick, the president of the school. I'd love to talk to Frank Tramble as well, because I just feel like it's very tone deaf. When you have black people who have the power to put other black people in these positions and they don't, it's confusing to me. That's all. Yeah, I I, I get it. And I agree. Donkey Today is brought to you by the law office of Michael S. Lamisoff. Don't be a donkey. Dial pound 250 on your cell and say the bull if you've been hurt in a construction accident. That's pound 250 from your cell and say the bull.
my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated, but, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't give Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar 20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.